Yeah, this lady's okay. like, hey, no, that one looks too hoochie. Like, don't wear the hoochie <laughs> shirt. <laughs> hey, I mean, maybe. Too much cleavage. Be modest. Too much, too much cleavage. Don't you don't know. What happens to a place when people move through its confines? Do we leave a mark? Something unseen but real nonetheless? Can these structures, these monuments of wood, stone, and earth retain a piece of us? Is it simply our energy being transferred like a memory, or is it more sinister? Can these places trap our soul, and if so, how long before we go mad? We are back for another week, another story, and uh, and continue to look for a weekly release. Uh, we are working very hard on, on getting that done, um, and, uh, and part of that process is you guys giving us our stories, and luckily, we have some fantastic people who are sending things to us, um, sharing their experiences, um, and even I'm very excited about an update to one of our previous uh, uh, stories that we will be uh, releasing here in the next couple weeks or so. So be on the lookout for all that stuff. Yes, super stoked about that. We got our first follow up. So uh, I just want to say thank you to Tracy V and everyone who loved uh, Sarah in the basement. Get ready, there's some more. Yes, yeah, maybe two weeks, three weeks tops. Something like that, yeah. yeah. We'll get it, we'll get it, we'll get it, it to you guys. It'll be out there, so, um, yeah, so, any anything else we need to cover, or are we ready to, to get into this story here? No, let's dive right in. All right. Um, unless, you know, people want to hear us talk about our diets for 20 minutes again. <laughs> hey, man, uh, you know what, it could be vital information to somebody, you never know. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I doubt it, but you never know. Hey, uh. <laughs> no, uh, we, you know we we on this podcast. I will say this: we we like love to dive into these stories, and we give we try to give them as much you know uh, respect and and uh, time as we can, and and really get into the meat of the story. Uh, but we're we're also lifelong friends, so we. We kind of shoot the shit sometimes, and we yeah. just talk back and forth, and yeah. and uh, maybe We're get off. We're eight hours the... apart, so we don't see each other, but exactly. maybe once a year, once every other year. Yeah. So yep. this is our our connection time. So thank you for bearing with us. And I will say, as far as like the stories go, I'm always worried about that because you you know I mean we we like to interject a little bit, you know, of our own commentary into the stories and, you know, that's what makes it scary real. And, um, but I'm always highly aware of or worried, you know, that people are going to think we're making fun of their story or we're not taking it seriously or, you know, things like that. And, and we have had zero, um, negative feedback from any of our, um, submitters so far. So, so I just want to thank everyone again, for being patient with us and, uh, and, you know, allowing us to, to kind of put our spin on, on your stories. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we uh, we value the stories. We take them seriously. Um, when we interject, it's always with a with a level of like either that's terrifying or interesting, or we just want to dive into that particular subject. But we mm-hmm. we we love talking about it, and so grateful uh, for everybody. So uh, this this week's story um, comes to us from somebody named Jane. Uh, that's about as much detail as we've got. So, <laughs> uh, but that's great. I, I we appreciate her uh, sending this our way, and we are excited to uh, share the story. And this is kind of interesting because it's got a not a complete tie-in at all but uh we've talked about some military uh families mm-hmm. on this podcast before this is another one um so we yeah. we definitely appreciate your service and sacrifice both um from the husband standpoint and from um and the the wife and and what that entails too so mm-hmm. um yeah and uh, there are definitely some parallels to on post housing our first episode in yeah that story um it's not the same story, a completely different person, but there are definitely parallels there. So it's it's kind of, I don't know if it's cool or creepy or what to see, you know, how people who, you know, have never met, I'm sure they probably, you know, at bases, you know, completely, you know, states apart and don't know each other, you know, have have had similar experiences. So Absolutely. So, Jane starts off and says, So my husband's mother passed away in 2001 from cancer, and by all accounts, she was a wonderful woman in every way. My husband and I started dating 15 years later, around 2016, but it wasn't until we started to get serious that I started noticing weird things happening. At the time, we were living in an apartment complex, and my best friend lived right next door. She would often let herself in if she knew either me or my husband were home to hang out. This apartment was very small, and the door was very heavy, so you could always hear when it was open or shut. Uh, When you walk in the front door, you would run right into the back of the couch if you weren't paying attention. Um, And and they had a little parenthesis here. Uh, Couch placement is important. So, uh... That we've talked about this before, but you know, apartments like this where those doors are like real heavy because they're fire doors and they're you know mm-hmm. they're usually made out of that really heavy metal. Yeah. Um, exactly. So yeah, you you know when the doors open. So um, all right. So they go on to say the first day I noticed anything unusual was during a time that my husband was gone for training. Um, he is in the military for two weeks. Uh, I was home by myself, sitting on the couch watching TV, so facing away from the door. As I'm sitting there, I hear someone behind me. It was a woman's voice, and it sounded like someone standing right inside the front door. Uh, The voice said, Hi, uh, my name, Jane. Um, How have things been going? Um, Startled, I turned around and I expected to see my friend standing behind me, but no one was there. Um, So, if you're getting the picture... Very heavy door, couches right, you know, a couple paces past the door. Uh, Jane's husband is gone. She's watching TV. Um, and <clears throat> all of a sudden, someone says, Hey, Jane, how's it been going? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like, you know, if if it was just like I heard somebody say hi, I'd be like, okay, like, you know, you're alone. 
your mind's wandering, you know, you're watching TV or you're playing on your phone or whatever it is, you know, and, and you're not really paying super close attention. Yeah. You know, so hi, I could dismiss. But when you hear the full sentence, hi, Jane, how have things been going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely like you, you're going to perk up and listen and try mm-hmm. to figure out. And, and so... Um, so this, she goes on to say, I instantly froze, and if I'm honest, it terrified me. Yeah, I totally agree. That, that's, that's a normal reaction to that moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I, think, I think what hits me the most is what she does next, where she just sits there. Like, yes. Like, what, what do you do? Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. get up and run? Do you try to run to the door between you and whatever invisible entity standing there? <laughs> like, what do you do? You know? Like. Um, I don't. I'd probably sit there because uh, I'd just be yeah. like, "Well, yeah. this is weird. Uh, yeah. This is how I die. <laughs> this is it for me." Uh, she goes. <laughs> she goes. I just stared at the door, tried to figure out what I heard, and come up with any plausible explanation other than a freaking ghost in my apartment. That's pretty much accurate. I feel yeah. like that is like okay. So I heard a distinct voice. Ask me a question, not just like a whisper of something. It's like, no, somebody asked me a question, and yep. there's nobody in my damn apartment. So what the hell? Yeah. Um, uh, she says, if my friend had come over, um, even if she was trying to sneak and hide behind the couch, I would have heard the door open and close, as well as her footsteps in the hallway. Um, my mom was busy that day, so I knew it couldn't have been her. And with that, I was quickly running out of explanations. Uh. <laughs> yeah, see, you know, to the average person, you're like, why are you throwing the mom thing in there? And it's like, because that's where her brain went. Right? That's yeah. the only other person she knew, yeah. you know, that would just pop in. And yes. And she's like, and now, now I have, now there's no one else. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, because we've got a short list, right? Everybody's yeah. got the short list of like, all right, who would show up at my house just randomly? Oh, it's my buddy down the street. It's my parents. It's this person. That's it. It's three, four people, baby. Nobody else would just walk in. They, I might get a knock on the door or a phone call or a text, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I love that. I quickly ran out of explanations. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, she goes, I just sat there like stone for what felt like hours, too afraid to move, even to cover myself with the blanket right next to me. Um, after some time of complete silence, other than the TV, which was turned down pretty low, this woman's voice speaks again. I hope you have a nice evening. I'll be seeing you. And at that moment, when I heard those words, I felt like I had weights lifted off of my chest and I could move again. It was the strangest feeling ever. Uh, the rest of my night was quiet and I didn't experience or hear any more odd things for a few days. All right. So yeah. Now, <laughs> it's two complete, it's three complete sentences. Well, yeah, it's two. Yeah, two. two complete yeah. And it's, like, directed at you. It is, like, using your name. It is uh, a voice with no physical presence around you. <sighs> yeah, like, my, see, now, if this were me... After I changed my pants, I would pack a bag and I like I just wouldn't live there anymore. Like, 
deuces, I'm out. Like, you can have the TV. You ain't seeing right. me. You, no, right. Mm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I ain't, yep. ain't going to burn it down because my friend lives across the hallway, but... Like, <laughs> but it's yeah. yours now. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm well, put up some well, caution tape and some boards on the door, and just don't, don't go in there. Just leave it alone. Welcome, ghostly presence. This is your new home. <laughs> I will be leaving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, this person is more brave than I am, I think. But oh, definitely. Uh, but I, you know, but I, I, I also I take take note at the uh, she said I felt like I had weights lifted off my chest and I could move again. And again, hearkening back to. This last episode that we had recorded talking about sleep paralysis, again, not the same thing. We're not talking about uh, she's not asleep. She's wide awake. But that feeling of I can't I can't move. I can't react to this other than what's happening inside my body. But I can't like physically get up or I can't uh, even speak really. Um, I will say the difference that in this story, at least the way I'm interpreting what she's writing is she didn't feel the weight until... It was gone. Right. Yeah. You know, like like she just sat there for what felt like hours until this presence like said, All right, dude, you know, peace out, I'm I'll see you later. Yes. You know, kind of thing. And and then she feels like she can move again. Like like there's no weight there, there's nothing holding her there. It's like whatever was holding her there, it it just clicked, right? And then yeah. It's gone, and she didn't even realize that it was holding there there in the first place. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so then, yeah, she said, the "Rest of the night's quiet. Don't experience or hear any more odd things for a few days." Uh, so now she she says, "The day before my husband came home, I got home from work, started to get ready to go out for some drinks with friends." I had laid two shirts on my bed that I couldn't choose between and left the room for some reason. I can't remember why. Um, And then she says, when I walked back into my bedroom, I got the feeling of weights on my chest again and knew immediately something was different. Uh, So it's like she recognized that feeling this time. Yes. Yeah. Which I think you would, right? Because you'd go like, oh, I I know exactly what that feels like now. Yeah. Something's, Um, yeah. Yeah, and I get like uh, so so, the whole laying two shirts out thing. I'm a dude, so I just yank a shirt off a hanger like this one's good. Uh, But like, but my (laughs) wife, she'll pick out two to three shirts and then stare at them and go, I don't know which one of these I'm gonna wear. She'll put them on, she'll take them off, she'll ask me, and I'm like, yeah, that's great. And then she'll try a different one on. I'll be like, yeah, "Yeah, that's great. And then and then she'll be like, I don't like any of these. And I'm like. Oh, that's great. Before you leave, <laughs> half your closet's laying on the bed. <laughs> You're just like, I, can we go? I'm hungry. I want a beer. I don't know. I, yeah. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> yeah. And then when it's time for bed, she gets mad that you just pushed all her clothes on her side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did you hang these up? Like, I, I don't know, because I didn't take them out of the closet. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. tired. And, I'm going to sleep. You hang and, them up. Right, and also, I'm not even sure I'd put them back where you want them because I don't know where you want stuff in your closet. Oh, uh, but uh, <laughs> so, anyways, we're not bitter. I promise. We're no, 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 no. We're just we're just married dudes. This is what we do. Um, but uh, okay, so she again feels the weight on her chest, uh, and then she says, "That's when I noticed one of my shirts was flipped over." I stood there staring at it for a while before flipping it right side up, just to see if it would happen again. I walked back out of the bedroom, sat in the kitchen for a minute or two before going back in, 
the same shirt was upside down again. No voices that time. Okay, hold up. If you got a ghostly presence flipping a shirt, again, pack a bag, throw a shirt on, but throw the shirt on that wasn't flipped over. (laughs) Leave that for the ghost. But I'm confused. Are you not supposed to wear the flipped over shirt, or are you supposed to wear... I mean... I'm, I'm, the way I'm reading it is that the one flipped upside down is the one that is not the acceptable no-go. to wear. Yeah. Okay. It's like you okay. turned it over like, fuck yeah. that shirt. You have to wear this yeah. shirt. Yeah. This lady's okay. like, hey, no, that one looks too hoochie. Like, don't wear the hoochie shirt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, maybe. Too much cleavage. I don't, Be modest. Too much, too you know, much cleavage. Don't you don't know. So, yeah. so. She goes on to say, (laughs) little things like that would happen periodically when my husband wasn't home, but never when he was there with me. So I have a, I have like a very basic theory for that. And, Mm -hmm. and I, I'm I'm not dismissing the story at all, but what the, my theory behind, you know, when there's, it's the same thing that happens when like you feel more calm when you're like with a group of people in a haunted house or you feel like better about watching something with the lights on you know what i mean it's that subconscious feeling of like there's more comfort and more uh uh, somebody to rely on and be there and and you know and more noise and things happening all the time too so when you're by yourself your house is quiet you know especially if you don't have kids or something you're you're sitting there and maybe watching a show but your house gets really quiet well when you have another person they're moving and they're doing things and they're up in the kitchen and they're you know so it's like mm-hmm. <clears throat> the space for something to seem off or the space for a thing to happen is maybe not there as much or you're just not paying as much attention yeah, no, um, that makes sense. Like, like to me, you know, there, there might be things happening. There might be someone trying to reach out to you, but because your brain, your consciousness is preoccupied with, you know, somebody else's in the room, like physically, like, you're, you know, your, your spouse is there. So your, your focus is on them. Or it's easy to just discount things because oh they you know they left that cabinet open they you know moved that thing they you know, whatever right oh right. that noise that was them in the bedroom so i don't know it's just that's just me philosophizing again so yeah yeah no for sure um and and the other thing you know and obviously I think we're going to get into this a little bit more um, as we continue. Uh, Let me just jump right in instead of trying to bring something up yet. So uh, she goes on and says, uh, so she's kind of jumping forward in time because she goes, we moved into our house a couple years ago and I never noticed any strange happenings up until our daughter was born just a few months ago. Um so she says, he has been deployed for about seven months now, uh, talking about her husband, uh, and I've started noticing some strange things. Uh, the baby will be laying on our bed in complete darkness, talking up at the ceiling, smiling and reaching up. Sometimes her eyes seem almost locked into position, like she's looking at something, and I've been feeling that weight on my chest again. Um, so <clears throat> this is this is kind of what I was... Um, uh, hinting towards here is you know 
the husband's there, nothing's really going on. Um, and then, you know, jump forward in time, they move into a new house, really nothing's going on. Um, but then feels like something is starting up again. And the conclusion to this is she says, um, every once in a while, I think I hear the woman's voice in the bedroom when the baby is in there. But when I check the monitor, I only see the baby. It's very odd. I can't help but wonder, is this my husband's mother checking in on us from the afterlife? Um, and then she goes on to say, or am I losing it? Which I think is a fair question to ask because we all would would question that for ourselves. Um, but what I find here is like, again, going back to if the husband's there, really nothing is happening. Well, if if you believe in the afterlife of some kind or or like you you know we've said before on this show reverberating energies <clears throat> you know is it possible that that um the husband's mother is sort of checking in it doesn't seem like any sort of malevolent uh, evil presence you know the the baby is looking up and and kind of babbling at the ceiling to this thing yeah. And and again, babies just do this stuff, so it's not yeah, necessarily. Yeah, my kids used to stare at the ceiling fan like all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, you you take all that with that like, and I think she's saying that too. It's like you know, sometimes it's it's just what babies do. But is it also possible that this could be that scenario? And I, and I don't know, but it it does seem interesting that. Oh, and one ma- thing that just occurred to me was. It's only happening when the husband's not there. And I know we had just talked about this, you know, yeah. is are you not paying attention? But if she's attributing it to the mother-in-law, is it potentially the mother-in-law checking in on them because the husband's not there? Right. That's what I was thinking. The family, right? Yeah. Do, doing the thing that because if, you know, I I would make an assumption that if if the mother-in-law was alive, she would be doing that, right? You would want to stop yep. in and check on your on your daughter-in-law and the and the new grandbaby and just be there to help out because your son is is away for something for the military for a few weeks or months or whatever. And so that makes sense to me. When he's there, oh, I don't need to check in as much. Everything's good. And like yep. you said, something could still be happening at that time but not as much because you know, he's there, but I just I thought this was a great great story um and i would love to hear from uh other people that have had these experiences where it does seem like maybe this is a um you know a relative or 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 somebody checking in you know making sure everything's okay because this doesn't seem i mean i'm sure it's scary in the moment you know the weight on your chest and all those feelings and and stuff but it doesn't seem um dangerous or uh harmful you know um in Mm -hmm. any way so yeah yeah Yeah. so very very interesting very good story thank you jane for sharing that with us and allowing us to read your story um Mm -hmm. if you are at all uh, connecting to the story or have a similar experience or or even just have some theories um when this goes live on instagram and twitter um check it out Make a comment. Um, share your own thoughts and stories. Um, 
you know, we say this every week. We don't want to be a broken record. We really do want to build a community of people yep. to talk about these experiences. And yep. um, and I think one key that keeps coming back for me is you sort of um, feel a sense of, of um, camaraderie with people that have gone through something or experienced one of these types of things, and you feel less alone, and you can then maybe better understand your own situation too so um yes. you know yeah, and yeah. We, we hope you guys you know find that uh with other listeners and and you know through through the podcast absolutely yeah just just a big thank you to to jane for letting us uh share this story and and use this story um it's really interesting and uh please update us if you ever you know get more um more things happening. We'd love to hear and, and check in with you and see how things are going. So Yep. And uh, once again, you know, thank you and thank your husband uh, for your service. We know it's you know it's a it's in a family affair. Uh, so Absolutely. We really appreciate it. So the next story is entitled Christmas Day Baby Teeth. And like I said, although it's not uh, exactly along the same lines as our previous story, there's you know, has to do with baby something or another so we'll yeah tie it. we'll tie it together absolutely so uh all right i think we'll just jump in okay so <clears throat> our author says it was the evening of christmas day uh, around 2012 i'm 16 or 17 and my mom i'm assuming this is in the in europe somewhere my mm-hmm. mom and i are driving back home after spending christmas day with our extended family in greater london so yeah there we go i guess i should have read the story <laughs> uh, so she says my mom or they say my mom and i lived alone with our dog pika we are chatting away about christmas and the conversation flowed to things like santa claus and other mythical holiday creatures such as the Easter Bunny and Tooth Fairy. We talked for a while about how, when I was young, my mom used to keep my baby teeth in a small jar with a blue fairy on top. Uh, The author says, very similar to this one, and there's a link apparently to a jar with a a fairy on top. Excuse me. Um. Yeah, and I think we we should be able to like when we post this episode, we should be able to have a either a link to that or maybe just like a screen cap of that actual jar they're talking about. So. Yep. Yeah, we will we will get that on the gram for everyone to see. Perfect. So uh, the author says, I always remembered this jar from my childhood, but hadn't seen it for many years. I remember the last time I saw it, and it was partially wrapped in black duct duct tape, obviously to keep it from falling open. And if I had to estimate when this was, I would say several years before, probably about the time we were moving, so 2007-ish. We spoke for a while about baby teeth and this jar. My mom also said she hadn't seen it in a long time and hoped it wasn't lost during the move. I remember telling her I thought it was a bit gross she kept all of my teeth in the first place, especially now that they're just sitting in the house somewhere. (laughs) That's, <laughs> that's definitely like a teenager thing, right? You know, you're like, oh, why? Like, why do you have a, a lock of hair in a book? Like, what? And then you get older and you have kids and you're like, oh, I just want to keep you little forever. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I, 
I don't think like I want to keep all of the baby teeth, but like maybe the first one, or maybe uh, like I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe the yeah. first one is a good one to say like, oh, keep this one. But it is weird to think like you just keep these teeth that have fallen out of your kid's head at some point. <laughs> like here yeah. they are. Yeah. At least her mom's not like uh, who was it? Was it freaking Picasso or one of those artists? One of those. They used to keep like their toenails and fingernails in a jar. Yeah, maybe. Right. I don't know. Maybe it was Van Gogh or something. I don't know. It was one uh, of those. One, one of those. them. Yeah. Well, and 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 uh, let's see. Who was uh, the the aviator? The oh yeah, Howard Hughes. Yeah, Howard Hughes used to like pee in jars and you know, yeah. stayed in his stayed in a room. That, that's because he was afraid to leave. I don't think he was just collecting it for no he, no value. <laughs> I guess we don't know, but <laughs> yeah, very true. We, very true. We're in the weeds, but <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> they go on to say, "Sorry, lost my place." Um, no, it's all good. <clears throat> anyway, this conversation went on for a while, and then we moved on to talking about something else. We arrived home shortly after, walked in the front door, greeted my dog as usual, and my mom walks into the kitchen with me right behind her. Right there, sitting on the floor of the kitchen, is the small jar, opened, the two pieces and all the tiny baby teeth scattered on the floor. My first thought was my mom was trying to spook me, although she has literally never played a prank on me in my whole life. But then I saw her face. It was obvious. She wasn't behind this. My mom immediately freaks out and starts ringing everyone she knows to tell them what happened. I, <laughs> I, I, the, the amount of like, I'm going to say a word that sounds pretentious and I don't mean it to, but like synchronicity between like talking about santa claus and the easter bunny and the tooth fairy and oh yeah do you remember this jar isn't that funny like because like like the author said i would think at this point oh my mom is just is she's just playing a prank on me she like brought all this up but it doesn't even seem like the conversation went there because of the mom it seems like the daughter sort of brought this up and then and then it sort of weaved around to get to this point and it's it's just it's there's some something there and it's like scary and also really mm-hmm. weird because it's so random it's not like yeah. it's just random i think random's a good word for that maybe well and i was gonna say the exact same thing because what comes to mind is and i'm not trying to make it about us but just so to kind of relate it and kind of under it this is what comes to mind for me um experience wise in my own life is me and you right you you said it earlier we're lifelong friends uh literally my oldest friend <clears throat> you know like the one person that like when something happens obviously other than like my wife you know but something happens you, you know you're one of the first calls that i make yeah and for sure. i don't know how many times where like we've been on the phone and you're like yeah a couple days ago this happened and i'm like Dude, at that, like, exactly, like, two days ago, I was having this thought, like, in the middle of the day, and I don't know why, or this thing happened to me, and, you know, 
something very similar happened to you or shoot I, I and I can't pinpoint all of them but I know that you and I have had several conversations like that yes where like something happened to you and at the same time of day on the exact same day I'm having a conversation with someone or I'm thinking about something or I'm google searching something you know what I mean and, yes. vice, and vice versa and I know it's happened to us several times oh yeah 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 it's like it's funny I I cannot remember the specifics, but we had this discussion because, like, you had called me and we were talking and I said something about something I was, I think it was something I was, like, looking up or listening to on Google or something. And then you're like, you're like, seriously, I was just looking up the exact same thing. And we were like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But but in a I, good way because and I'll never forget like one time you were like, Oh yeah, I was talking to so and so and I'm like, When? And you're like, uh oh, yeah, I don't know, Tuesday and I'm like I was like trying to find them because I had talked to this person in forever. Like I was trying to find them on Facebook or Instagram or something like that same day. Like mm. in the middle of the day. Yeah. Like, what what you know, it and it happens to us all the time. Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy and um and you know, yeah, like you said, we've been friends for so long that it's like maybe our brains just like click and work the same way often enough. But there's, I'm I'm a bit of a believer that things happen for a reason, and like, and there's like something deeper going on in the world besides just the physical. So hey, man, you know, some sort of spiritual soul thing, whatever you want to call it. But I like the words you used. I like synchronicity. Honestly, yeah. I really do. And and I don't know that there's maybe a deeper meaning to it. Like I'm not I'm not, you know, trying to shoot you down or, or say that you're wrong. What I I personally think is we've just spent so much time together and I'm not saying this like in a sense that like you know, like, oh you know, we were texting about it and we forgot or something like that. I just mean we've spent so much time together and like literally like we would you know, I'd walk a mile in the middle of the night and just show up and knock on your you know, window and like <laughs> come into the house, you know, like in the middle of yes. the night on a Tuesday, you know, and we went to different yeah. schools. So it was like, we just, we were always together. And yeah. I think we spent so much time together that that just, it's going to sound weird and I don't mean it to sound weird, but like, there's just something about our energy synced up. Right. So it, it's, well, kind of like the twin thing, right? Like twins can feel sometimes right. feel each other's pain, even though they're you know continent apart, kind of thing, you know. And it's just there's something about it, right? There's some kind yes. of synchronicity. I always go back to the quantum entanglement thing. Like right. we don't we don't know why, but if you you know jiggle this particle here in New York, it the another you know corresponding particle in California jiggles. Like and right. we don't know why. Yeah. You know? Yep. So. Yep. Who's to say that, you know, maybe it was when we were, so, you know, swapping spit when we were in high school and we just, you know, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> now, now, like, our, our, our podcast listeners are going to create, like, uh, what, is, what is the cool hip lingo now? Oh, it's, it's going to be a ship between us, a secret oh, I, ship between yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we haven't seen each other in how many years? So. Yeah, exactly. But no, but it, but truthfully, yeah, I think like like you're saying, it it doesn't necessarily mean like like you said some deeper meaning, but that there's something beyond just the physical like things you can see, but like 
uh, a subatomic level or a, a metaphysical level. Metaphysical, um, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's like call that what it is, but we we did spend years of our lives together, just yeah. hanging out and like you know. Yeah discovering life together and, and going through uh, uh, sometimes like traumatic experiences or exciting experiences. And so it's like that yeah. sort of bonds you and like the cells in your body, like react to things a certain way and who the hell knows. Right. Because right. I'm not a scientist and I'm definitely not like super religious. So <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but pretty, like, pretty formative years, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, I'm not, I'm not even opposed to saying that it's even spiritual. Right. You know, and, and I don't mean that. I don't know. I don't want to sound too. You know, I don't know what the word is. You know, too hippie-ish or whatever. I don't even know if that's the right word. But you know, it, there's definitely a connection there. Yeah, and and that's what it sounds like to me here, right? Like, yep. It's. I don't know. It's it's just synchronicity. You were talking about it. And it manifested in the physical world. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yep. So, anyway, let's jump back into the story. So, the author says, My dog, Pika, was pretty old at this point, maybe around 11, and was very docile when we would leave the house. She literally would never go rummaging through belongings or anything like that. Besides, it wouldn't really be possible... Anyway, as most of the stuff is kept in drawers and cupboards that she can't access. Weird, right? I still don't have an explanation for it. My mom has a few, a fair few unexplainable slash weird stories about things that have happened to her before I was born. And although I knew she was never lying to me, I was always a little bit skeptical about the circumstances and thought maybe she'd miss something which could logically explain her experiences. Then, when this happened... I thought, oh shit, maybe she's right. Because I literally can't explain it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I, that's great. I, because we've all heard our, like stories from our parents. And we always do that thing, right? With like, you take it with a grain of salt. It's like when your parents tell you, well, I walked uphill both ways in six feet of snow to school. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. no, you didn't. But <laughs> sure. You know, and it's like. I get it. It was hard. Jeez. It was. Your life was hard. Mine's so easy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. But like, but then to, you know, for, for this, this author to hear this story and go like, okay. Clearly, I thought some of these things were maybe a little stretched for, you know, beyond the the limits or whatever. But then they're like, well, maybe not, because apparently some weird stuff just happens, you know. Mm -hmm. And and I I feel that for myself because I, you know, like we've said plenty of times, um, we're both skeptics i think you're maybe more of a skeptic than i am on some things and and but we still both sort of take a lot of things with a grain of salt but when something then happens or you have this experience it really sort of shifts that whole thing for you because um because it's like well now i've experienced that or now i've seen something that just didn't make sense to me yeah and now I like look back on these other things and think, oh well, that's 
interesting and maybe i shouldn't have dismissed this particular thing so much you know so uh, i i appreciate the author just sort of owning up to the fact that it's like yeah every now and then when my parents tell me a story i'm not 100 percent sure i'm gonna buy into that but (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah definitely oh man it's just it's that's what i love about this show and that's what i love about these stories right is this one's not like it's not you know super creepy it's not you know i saw glowing red eyes or something you know under the bed it's just it's it's just weird right it's just weird yeah yeah the the whole situation the whole you know like we were just talking about it and then boom all of a sudden there's some freaking baby teeth on the floor like what you know Mm -hmm. so yeah it i love that it's you know, and that also to me that speaks volumes, right? Because if you're trying to, if you, if you know, if you're trying to scare people, if you're just writing a fictional story, you, you're not going to write about a jar of baby teeth just magically showing up on the floor, right? Like, right. You're, you're going to talk about the red eyes and the things under the the you know floor trying to get you. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, and like. I you know sh- this this author had mentioned I thought for a second uh my my mom was pranking me um you know if that's the case you don't really let that go on for that long you know what I mean mm-hmm. like yeah eventually it, it, you say something you don't go it, call all your friends yeah 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 <laughs> it's like no yeah you're not going to I mean how are why why would you do that? You know, so it's like you don't continue that like joke for that long because then it's not even funny. You're just like, all right, yeah, all right. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. well, thanks for scaring me for weeks and years on literally end, however forever. long it's been. Yeah, yeah like you're gonna you're gonna own up to it, and that's the situation where I come back and to this kind of story. It's like I think you know it is something so small, but also the the randomness of it and the somehow synchronicity of the two things where it's like we're talking about this and then we see it hey just take it for what it is and right. and uh just accept that there are things maybe that we don't understand you know beyond the physical world or whatever or beyond what we can mm-hmm. uh figure out with with you know debunking methods and stuff so. right it's like we always say it's about the story right yeah yeah you know it's it's the story itself is the, absolutely uh, you know is the adventure so let's just revel in the story yeah. we don't have to debunk it we don't have to know the why i mean it's fun to theorize about it it's fun to philosophize about it but we don't have to know the why we can absolutely. just enjoy the story for what it is some creepy ass baby teeth spilled on the floor so <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh so. uh, well, my friend. Uh, you know, I know this is going to be a bit shorter than other weeks, but um, I have an audit at work, and I need to go to bed. I have totally. to be a responsible adult. Yep. Yep. No problem, man. Um, no, I think this. I I love both these stories. I'm I'm grateful to both of the authors for letting us uh, share their experiences. Um, and uh, you know. 
we we are just uh, I'm constantly blown away by people submitting or, or or you know communicating with us and letting us know that we can use their stories because uh, that's clearly what we're about. Um, we we just love talking about them and and discussing what's happened and um, yeah, it's just great. So thank you so much, everybody, and and please continue to check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Both of those handles are. Uh, scary real pod uh very easy to find um you can you can get on there leave a story a comment send us a dm or whatever yep. uh slide slide into our dms as they say <laughs> and uh and we'll be glad to to chat there uh we can we can publish your name we can keep it safe and 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 secure whatever you want to do but yep. um yeah we're just excited uh the other and big please, thing oh go ahead oh yeah i was gonna say and please please uh you know if if you have a second or two, uh, whether it's Stitcher or uh, iTunes or whatever platform you listen on, um, Spotify, please uh, leave a review like that. That's you know we're we're Adam and I are not trying to get rich off of this. We're not we don't have a Patreon. Uh, we don't have any merch. Maybe someday, but right now, you know that is that's all we're asking for is reviews. You know that would be mean the world to us. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, the the algorithm of of Apple Podcasts, especially, is really all about reviews and or ratings. So even if you don't want to type something up, but you are good with giving it a, a star rating, um, of course, the higher the star rating, the the more attention we get, um, and it kind of puts us towards the top of the page. So for people looking for something like us, they'll see us a little faster, um, and and and, and that goes I mean, back to. Um, oh, I was gonna say we only accept five star reviews. So yeah, everything else we absolutely will get rid of. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't have that kind of power. I wish we did. But it will be returned for store credit. So <laughs> uh, I would say also likewise. If you're enjoying this, if you've listened to it, uh, tell us some friends about it. Maybe you're part of a paranormal group, or you're part of. Uh, um, you know, just a, a book club or whatever, where you guys talk about a, a lot, a lot of different subjects, and uh, tell somebody and say, "Hey, I listen to these guys. They're fun. They're great. They talk about these interesting stories that are all true stories. Whatever." Uh, but that spreading the word that way makes a huge difference for us, also. So, uh, we we appreciate you guys. We're we're so grateful for you continuing to come back and listen to us, and uh, we really we just love doing it. Yeah, thanks again, everyone. And uh, as always, uh, be good to yourself. And be good to others. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Next week. (laughs) Damn it, who put a question mark at the end of that? You know Ron will read anything on the cards. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Uh, All right. All right, friends. We'll we'll see you next week. We'll see you real soon. (laughs) 